Story fourteen of Bobby Gray Squirrel's Adventures by George Ethelbert Walsh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Bobby finds the birds. Bobby's journey's end was much nearer than he expected, and it came as a great surprise to him, for he was still looking forward to many, many miles of hard travel. He had forgotten all about what the owls had said of the birds being near and very exhausted with their long flight. Suddenly, without warning, he came to a small natural clearing in the middle of the woods, and his little heart beat with joy when he heard the warbling, whistling, and calling of the birds ahead. He ran toward the clearing as fast as he could, but when he reached the edge he stopped as he heard many voices wrangling high above the others he could hear rusty you're wrong flicker rusty was saying in a loud voice bobby had nothing to do with it he was as much surprised as we were we're not sure but he was shot and is lying dead under the tree at this very moment well of course if that's the case i'll take back what i said replied flicker i hope really he isn't killed i didn't say he was replied rusty i simply said he might be poor bobby i wish i knew now bobby couldn't keep his friend in doubt any longer and without waiting to hear more of the argument he rushed through the bushes and called i'm very much alive rusty but if i had that journey to make again i think i'd be dead before another day bobby's sudden entrance on the scene caused a great commotion all the birds stopped warbling and whistling they crowded around bobby forming a big circle ten deep they were all there every one of his friends and in the forefront were rusty and flicker how did you get here asked flicker finally and what do you want bobby smiled paying no attention to flicker's unfriendly attitude i've been running all day he replied it was a long trip too you know i can't run as fast as you can fly but what do you want here continued flicker and the other birds nodded their heads why i came to ask you to come back stammered bobby the little girl is heartbroken and you know if you never come back she will grieve and never get well and strong what have we to do with the little girl asked singer the mockingbird we tried to help her in clearing the tray of worms and we were nearly killed in doing it was that a trap set for us bobby and did you know about it interrupted gray the kingbird suddenly did you know they were going to shoot at us if you did bobby it would be better for you if you never followed us here now what have you to say for yourself yes added flicker sharply now you're here bobby you must give an account of yourself the birds have been terribly frightened but they're more angry now than anything else there was a tweaking of many bills and snapping of wing tips at this and as bobby looked around at the circle he found very few who stood ready to believe him i'm surprised replied bobby slowly but more pained than surprised that you should distrust me you goldie whose nest i saved from destruction last summer when the wind snapped off the branch do you believe i betray you and your friends goldie looked ashamed 
and started to reply but bobby turned from her to mr pine grosbeak surely mr grosbeak he added you haven't turned against me too have you forgotten how i broke my leg in fixing up your winter shelter and was laid up weeks for it i didn't complain then nor ask any thanks from you but i did expect you'd trust me and not think ill of me alas haven't i any friends left bobby sighed and his sigh seemed to cut worse than his words goldie the oriole raised her head and hopped nearer to him and mr pine grosbeak chirped aloud and said bobby i'm your friend i don't believe these horrid suspicions about you neither do i bobby replied goldie i know you couldn't do such a thing as betray us ha <laughs> ha rusty the blackbird broke out in loud laughter and made everyone jump and turn to him ha <laughs> ha he added rollicking with laughter friendship is a queer thing turn your back on it and it freezes up let an ill wind blow on it and it dries up let somebody whisper an evil word and everybody buzzes with it <laughs> many were offended by this rude interruption and bobby was sorely puzzled but rusty soon made his meaning plain he hopped in front of some of the others and addressed bobby bobby we got the fright of our lives when that gun went off he added it was bad enough when dasher pounced down upon us but that gun was the limit we got panic-stricken yes i was as bad as any of them it frightened me too replied bobby at first i was so startled that i jumped in the window by the side of the little girl from there i saw what happened and heard why the gun was shot off what did you see asked rusty i saw dasher's tail feathers flying in the air when the shot hit him answered bobby smiling was dasher hit asked several in a breath certainly hit hard too the gun was aimed at him and his mate you saw that added rusty then what did you hear i heard the gunner say that he wanted to drive the hawks away and protect the songbirds he was afraid the noise might frighten the small birds away but he hoped not you heard that continued rusty and what else i heard the little girl cry out to the birds not to be frightened and when you all flew away she asked me to tell them to come back again the shot was not intended to hurt them but to drive dasher away <laughs> broke out rusty again in immoderate laughter now will you believe me flicker and gray didn't i tell you that was the meaning of the shot but of course you didn't see and hear what bobby did and you were too frightened to think but i told you that all along now you've heard it from bobby's lips maybe you'll believe it flicker singer and gray were mute they didn't like to acknowledge right away they were in the wrong but in the face of bobby's testimony and rusty's mocking laughter they couldn't voice their old words of suspicion bobby i didn't believe ill of you twitted towie the chink in a low voice and i couldn't think of anything but good of the little girl 
thank you joey i know you had nothing to do with it chirped downy the woodpecker Pshaw! it was all a false alarm i didn't want to fly so far but everybody else seemed to be going and i kept up with them yellow breast did chat hermit did thrush piney the purple finch mr crested flycatcher black cap the chickadee and a host of other small friends crowded around bobby and assured him of their undying friendship bobby felt quite overwhelmed by the attention and forgetting his hardships and disappointments he laughed and said all's well that ends well now let us forget and forgive and all the birds set up a warble of delight which made the woods ring with music but singer the mockingbird leading in the chorus in imitation of the song of first one bird and then of another in the next story bobby induces the birds to return end of story fourteen recording by phone